0: Hello, it's Heather from the Sunshine and Powercats podcast. In association with Geeks Rising from the 10th to the 16th of August or 11th to the 17th if you're here in New Zealand, we are hosting the second 2019 Sunshine Summit. It's a week of live streams with amazing content creators and their communities with the theme of celebrating connections. All of the details for the upcoming summit, as well as replays from our previous events and where the live streams will be happening, can be found at sunshinesummit.live. A huge thank you to the patrons of Sunshine and Power Cuts for making it possible. So check it out. And if you know our guests, we'd love for you to come and celebrate with us. And if they're new to you, come along and learn more about them. And we look forward to celebrating connections with you. The on podcast in five, four. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Out Podcast. I'm back. <laughs> and this is the show where I ramble and rant and empty out whatever the hell's going on in my brain. I usually make fun of some weird news shit because I'm a dick that way. And I tell you about a podcast that I think you should listen to because I'm not always a dick. (laughs) I am your host, the seriously tired of driving Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at odddadout on all little uh, social media places and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like I did all that out of order. I don't care. I'm a little rusty. I am because I haven't done a show in about a month. I think, I don't know. Time is funny that way. But before I I get into whatever, how are you doing? <laughs> how are you dear listener who, if you're listening to this are awesome for putting up with me being gone and, and the really, Man, I forgot how, how rough some of those, those mom and dad cuss episodes were as far as like some stuff got deep, but some like just the general audio quality, (laughs) there's only so much you can do when it's been like all done. And one of those, yeah, I could only clean stuff up so much just that that's really kind of that, but yeah. How are you doing? I hope you didn't miss me too much. Some of you out there in internet land, and some of my my uh, podcasty friends and stuff, I I did chat with you guys a bit in the in the interim. Don't know why I went with that accent, but it's man, I feel rusty. I feel rusty sitting here and and having gone through the intro. And believe it or not, and I've said this a million times, how. I have to do, you know, multiple takes of the intro and all this stuff just to get warmed up and get back kind of in the vibe of everything. And this was one take. Holy shit. This is one take. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for that today. I'm, I'm trying to keep it. I'm going to keep it simple. Um, You know, I went through all of the the spiel at the beginning, but really this is going to be the, if the title and the the art didn't give it away, this is basically my, I'm back from vacation and I haven't done any research mode (laughs) because I'm back from vacation and I haven't had time to do any show prep, (laughs) but you get the rundown of where have I been? What have I been doing? All this, all the stuff and the things, Ah." don't know why I'm doing that. Okay. I never know why the voices come to me the way they do, but they do. And so there's that. But yeah, it's July's been, July's been weird. It has honestly been a little weird not sitting down and recording every week. Well, I also was sitting here and editing. It's like, how much time am I really saving? Because I'm sitting here editing and trying to clean up those old episodes and trying to go through them and find something that was uh, listenable because again, listening back to them, it's like, Oh, this is bad. This sounds so bad. The audio is so bad. I can't believe I put this out back then compared to now. And, ah, <laughs> but that's just me being cringy now because I'm, I'm better at this now, but it's funny because I just realized I didn't turn my fucking fan off. <laughs> Sorry, Brain. Stuff ADD, but yeah, like I I did, I had to do a lot of work and then recording intros and doing all that stuff for those. But it's like I I probably could have just done like little short shows and just dropped them, but and I got busy because, like I I said before, it was just a lot of getting ready. Because if you aren't fully aware, because I don't honestly don't remember how I if I said it exactly every year my family drives back to South Texas. Again, we live in Phoenix area. We drive all the way back to South Texas, the San Antonio Corpus Christi vicinity. got family, we hit both for family reasons. And every year again, we drive. This is a distance of about two States. Okay. And if you're talking about driving across Texas, because this is basically the southeastern coast of Texas. So we have to drive all the way across and Texas itself is like three states wide. It takes us between eight and 12 hours, depending on time of day, traffic conditions, all that kind of stuff. And I say time of day more because do we have how many times do we need to stop for meals and stuff like that? If we're crossing in the middle of the night where everybody's supposed to be asleep, it usually takes a little less time just because, hey, we're not stopping for bathroom breaks and and meals and stuff like that overnight. But depending again, depending on when exactly we're going through, it takes between eight and 12 hours to cross just the Texas portion of this drive. And then it's another eight hours between like El Paso, Texas and all the way through New Mexico. And all the way through southern Arizona up through to Phoenix. So it is eight hours from our front door to El Paso and about eight hours from El Paso to my in-laws house. <laughs> so it's between 16 and 20. I think it took us 22 hours to drive out there this time. Yeah. That's a bitch, <laughs> and with time to, and with like time zones and stuff like that, it. We left at four p.m. Phoenix time. We arrived at four p.m. Uh, Corpus time because time zones. Man, that is a hell of a drive. That is so much of a bitch of a drive, <laughs> uh, and we're stupid enough to do, we drive it straight shot. We, we really do. Um, we stop for meals and bathroom breaks and gas and all that stuff. And occasionally just have to stop and stretch our legs and stuff. But for the most part, we drive that straight through on, on our exit when we're heading out there, because we can for some reason. And this trip revealed two things. One, uh, uh, well, I don't necessarily have two things, but I discovered on this trip. I, you know, I've been talking recently about like my allergy meds and what they're doing for me and my voice, and I just realized I didn't take them today. <laughs> Thanks, memory, but I realized that they actually do make me sleepy, and it's one of those like, uh, during the daytime when I when I'm taking them, I am going to be tired because I work nights. So I'm going to be sleepy anyway. And I was starting to become suspicious that they were making me a little more tired than usual. And it was really hard to balance. Am I tired because I've been busy at work and getting home late? Or am I tired because I'm taking medication that makes me sleepy? And while we were out there, it did appear that it turns into it might actually be the medication making me a little extra sleepy. Because I realized because you'd Know me by now, I can't tell a story for shit. Linearly. Time is a relative and a figure of your imagination, and I can't tell a story in a straight line. My bad. But there was a point when we were driving from Corpus Christi to San Antonio. This is a two hour drive. Very I always compare it to, if you're familiar with, driving between Phoenix and Tucson. It's about a two ish hour drive, and it's a whole lot of nothing, and it's a big boring stretch of highway. And it's easy to fall asleep out of boredom, but we got on the road for this little stretch and I was falling asleep within 20 minutes. This was well rested, had breakfast, had my coffee. It's just relatively early in the day. And we'd been on, you know, we'd been on vacation time. We'd been sleeping in and doing all this stuff. like, I'm rested, (laughs) but I was sleepy. And it was rather aggravatingly sleepy. And I was having to fight to make this drive here. I was like, shit, what the hell? Why am I so tired? It's like, it's, it's, it's not even noon. Why am I so tired? And I was I was struggling. And it's only two hours. And so I made the conscious decision at that point. I am not going to take my allergy meds on any travel days. Any days where we are driving, and doing a lot of travel. I am not taking my meds. And because of that decision, I actually did the entire drive back home. Again, two eight-hour stretches, uh, because on the way back, we do actually break it up. We stay in a hotel halfway through. Uh, but on the way back, eight hours the first day, ran it straight uninterrupted, did not like other than you know, we stopped. We grabbed lunch on the road. We stopped for gas once. That's it. I just drove for eight hours. No problem. Wasn't tired. Day two. We get up, eat breakfast, get on the road to come home. Another eight, nine. I think it actually turned into like ten hours from we we made a side trip to uh one of those kind of roadside attraction uh shopping touristy trap kind of things or the uh, trading post. That's sort the of word I'm looking for. The uh, the trading post things where you get a lot of if you ever have driven along in in the southwest of the U.S., they have a lot of these uh, the Bolin's trading posts. And so you get a lot of Western and Native American jewelry and and knives and guns and and like uh, replica guns. and, But it, a lot of souvenir stuff. And we stopped in there, and we're looking around at stuff, because it's been a while. We usually stop make one of those stops somewhere along the trip, just to kind of get in and wander around and look at stuff, because they got cool stuff. And so, other than that, so I think it was like 10 hours. And a lot of that also was the when we were getting back into town, oh, shit. We literally were driving into Phoenix at the height of rush hour on Monday. (laughs) Like, We don't need this right now. It's like, I've been driving for for nine hours. Now I got to sit in downtown Phoenix gridlock. (laughs) Because of course there's an accident. Because there's an accident or two or five every day. But, you know, we we did. But it... (laughs) But I was not tired the whole time for that two days of driving. Nonstop. My wife did not do any driving on the trip back versus when we were driving out there, we were having to swap every hour and a half to two hours. And we were struggling for that. And there was a point where we stopped at there's uh, a, if you've listened before and you've heard my vacation stories, the, the big Texas, uh, visitor center just out just as you get into, I think it's like mile marker one inside of, when you cross Texas border in on the I-10. And it's a great big visitor center, really nice bathrooms, huge, very well lit parking lot. And it's a great place to stop. And, and there's 24 hour security. That's one of the big things about it. It's got 24 hour security on site. So generally when we get to that point, it's basically our halfway point in the drive. That is when I will stop and I will park and sit and like take an hour nap because it's usually like one or two in the morning and we've been on the road and there are cases since 4 PM. And so like, uh, uh, let's, let's, I'm going to take a nap. But other than that, it was like, we were having to swap out like every hour, hour and a half and just dying. Incidentally, this was another day where I was medicated. Yo, allergy med sleepiness. Fuck you. But yeah, we had, but again, kind of feeding into the, yeah, my meds actually make me sleepy, Which again, I'm not really that tired right now. So, and I should be, I I got home at like 4.30 in the morning today. I should be tired as fuck right now, but I'm not. So yeah, I think my allergy meds make me sleepy. I've had an apostrophe. Uh, it's a hook joke. Anybody, it's a hook joke. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I might not be tired, but I am a little dopey because I'm more of general exhausted because when we've, since we've been back, it's just been kind of catching up. It's been getting all the things done and getting back into the groove of home life. And we haven't even done that yet. We haven't 100% unpacked all of our suitcases yet. It's very much been like we packed you know we were we were gone for a week and a half and so we had a lot of clothes packed and so for me and like I it's like I need a new shirt and I'd pull it out of the suitcase rather than going to my closet but other than that like, I don't I think I still have you yeah, know I still got our entire garment bag for with all of our our formal attire because One of the things we were traveling for was actually my youngest brother's wedding. It actually kind of dictated the dates and time frame for the trip this year because we basically had to make sure we were there and it actually changed our travel dates because normally we leave on Saturday and get back home on Sunday. This time the wedding was on Saturday night and so we couldn't leave until Sunday afternoon which meant we got home on Monday night (laughs) which it doesn't hurt me so much because I'm always off on Mondays anyway but my wife had to take she actually ended up taking an extra couple of days off so she had a recovery day before she had to go back to work. Not me. We got home Monday night we ordered pizza unpacked the unpacked the everything and tuesday i'm back to work but yeah still knocking the rust off a little bit but it's just it's settling back in that really is so much of it but yeah so we were there and you know we did all of our regular stuff for vacation we always go to the aquarium and see the dolphin shows and it's it's nice to see at the Texas state aquarium that they've got more dolphins and it's, it's cool to see them and see the older dolphins and the advanced stuff, the uh, older dolphins do. And when they talk about how they train them and how they t- work with them and and they're all rescue dolphins, like they're all rescue dolphins that cannot be released into the wild due to injuries and stuff like that. But you know, it's cool going and seeing the dolphin show every year because it's oddly enough, not the same every year, which is nice. <laughs> like we've been going back and watching this dolphin show for at least five or six years now. And in the time that we've been going to the aquarium as part of our vacation, the price of the tickets has tripled, but they've also greatly expanded the place. And so it's nice to go and see the sharks and the, the, the the rescue turtles and now they they have almost all of the, the sea turtles they have there are all rescues and most of the a lot of the animals like that that they have again like sea turtles and dolphins and things that they have there are rescue animals so it's like turtles that have been hit by a boat prop and now can't swim right and so if they were out in the water they would die and stuff like that and so it's cool to see the new, you know, the the animals that are there, the animals that we recognize and uh, the, the new ones and all and see all the stuff. And it's cool that things have changed there, especially since a few years ago when there was a medication mix up and literally killed all of the fish. I don't remember if I talked about this or not, but there was literally a mix up of with the labeling of a medic a medication it was like an anti-fungal or anti-mild or something but it was something that went into like a master water thing and basically the concentration of it or something was but like it was labeled wrong basically try i'm fuzzy on the details but is essentially the the medication was labeled wrong and so when they added it to the water it killed Every single fish at the aquarium, the only things that survived were the things like the turtles and the dolphins that were in outside, completely separate, isolated tanks that didn't run on the same, the, the interior water filtration system, the, everything that was in that interior water system died except for the shark because they have a couple sharks in one of their big tanks. Everything that was there died, and so they got all these donations and things. And the next year, we come back and there's like 50 stingrays. (laughs) There's the shark that seems to have been there forever, and that's probably a probably a 30 or 40 year old shark. Legit, I I never looked and read his little info card, but that shark has been there for a long time, and he's the only thing that survived the great mass extinction of the aquarium that year, and then. They got all of these donations and all these people donated a ton of money and a ton of places donated fish. But again, the next year they had like 50 stingrays and like 20 fish. <laughs> every every exhibit just had tons and tons of stingrays in it. the The big shark tank where the resilient ass guy lives had... It was just him and a bunch of stingrays where, as before, there was a massive school of fish that lived in there with him. And now I think there's a turtle or two in there, too. I I forget. But it's all bouncing back. And it's cool seeing the new stuff there as we go. And that's why we keep going, because it's doing it's doing the same thing, but seeing new stuff every time. And just a lot of stuff like spending time with my in-laws. And every time we go out there, they load us up with stuff with hey we were digging around and we were cleaning out the back room and we found a bunch of your old stuff here and you can just take this with you and this time they literally sent me back with a trunk like a a footlocker completely full of video games and matchbox cars And school supplies, because they always send us, they really help out with the boys school supply lists and send us back with a bunch of stuff and school supplies and all this stuff. So it was, you know, those like reams of paper, the cases of paper, those boxes, two of those and an entire footlocker full of all this stuff in a van that was already packed to the gills (laughs) With all of our stuff. Huh. <laughs> I was like. It turns into giant Jenga. And I'm shoving stuff around. And trying to find spaces for stuff. When I'm like. I I, I, I don't know where I'm going to put any of this. I don't know if any of this is going to fit. I don't know how I'm going to do this. But I did it. I managed to get everything in there. Luckily. It went from the boys being able to put their feet down. To the boys complaining. That their feet were falling asleep. But. You know, stuff has to happen. I'm not about to say, sorry, I can't bring back any of the stuff that you bought us because I don't have anywhere for it. On a similar note, my dad, as we're, we kind of had a big family lunch before we left town. And he's like, oh, hey, I've got something for you out in the car. Come with me. And he. Brings, takes me out to his car and hands me his remote control car, which is a rather expensive, very nice remote control car. You can do a lot of customization to it and it goes real damn fast and you can drift it around. And that's, that's like, it's one of those kind of race cars and a like three foot remote control helicopter because my dad is a big kid and likes remote control toys. And it was like, well, I'm I'm not using this anymore, so here. And we load up this. Like, I don't, what, what am I going to do with I don't know how to fly a fucking remote control helicopter. We had a drone, and that thing crashed and burned like crazy. But now I've got to learn how to fly a remote control helicopter. Thanks. But trying to keep that from the kids. <laughs> and, of course, because grandparents, bags and bags of candy... And at my brother's wedding, the the gifts for the attendees were all like uh Faro Rochet uh uh truffles and stuff like that. Don't you hate when you're just like, what's the word? Word, that ah, word, that's the word for that. Um <laughs> but it was it was it was fun. It was a it was a fun vacation. It was stressful as hell though, because Through all of this, the whole time we're there, my wife is still doing online school. She still has summer classes. And not only did she have summer classes, the week we left, like the weekend we left, she had four classes overlapping. Basically, one summer session overlapped with her next summer session by a week. And that week was the week of our vacation fun. So literally Saturday morning while I'm packing up the van, she's having to actually be working on homework that is due Sunday. We are going to be on the road all of Saturday night into Sunday afternoon. And so also once we get to the hotel Sunday night, she has to start working on homework. And almost every night of our whole trip, she was up until midnight working on homework because she had something do like every other day through our entire vacation and so that's and it was stressful as hell because it was just one of those oh yeah we've got to make the drive we've got to do all you know all of the, the the stress that comes with making a long trip and we got on the road much later than we planned to in part because I, I made the conscious decision that before we leave, I need to take a nap. Because again, I, I worked Friday night, so I get home at like four or something in the morning on Saturday morning, then we've got to get up and I actually had to go to buy clothes. I actually had to go buy new jeans and uh, the boys all needed uh, sandals and there was a bunch of stuff, but there was like clothes I had to go buy. I still had to go buy. Um, I forget what else I needed. We need, I need to buy a bunch of stuff. I need new sneakers, stuff like that. Just one of those. I don't have shoes that I can walk around in for a week. I don't have you know, I, at this point, my gene, I've, I've put on enough weight at this point that where I needed to buy all new pants to take on the trip, stuff like that. And so I still had to go buy stuff just so we could finish packing, loading up the van, doing all the stuff. Our Saturday morning was super busy. <laughs> Plus, we also travel with a ton of food because we have road snacks for us. We have road snacks for all the boys, um, sodas, juice boxes, bottled milk and and juice for breakfast. We have our dinner for the night we actually take with us so we basically we get to a point on the road and find a nice rest stop and eat on the road like it's one of our breaks and we basically was like okay we have about an hour we're going to take a break get you know fried chicken and watermelon and and a Gatorade i forget what else what we had to drink for that juices or whatever and sit down at a rest stop and eat dinner and get back on the road And then we also have breakfast and we always have like bagels and cream cheese and, and fruit and chocolate milks and stuff like that. And we have all that stuff, but we eat, we, you know, we have those designated times that we do all that stuff. And so we, we all, we have to pack all that and we have to carry all that. And we also have stuff like, oh, there was fundraiser food and, and stuff like that that was ordered by in-laws and we got to pack all that up too and we got to bring that with us <laughs> that's all got to get uh, carried along too and so i've got a cooler that is full of meat and cheese and stuff for lunches and and the milks for meals and and the super sensitive stuff and just packed as best we can with a lock on it so that that doesn't get open because like no we can't open any of this stuff or it'll it'll thaw and it'll die And then a cold refrigerator bag full of all of our drinks and the stuff that we're like, yeah, it's full of sodas and energy drinks and, and bottled waters and stuff like that for everybody. And then a dry foods bag with bread and bagels and, and jerky and gummy bears and, graham crackers and popcorn and pretzels and all the, the, the snack foods and all this stuff. So I've got all of this food that we tr- travel with and that, all that had to get packed up Saturday morning. <laughs> and so just all of this stuff that we had to almost probably 75% of our packing for this trip got done Saturday morning. There was a whole lot of prep and we got to buy this and we got to order this and we got to make sure we have this that was done beforehand and it was arranged, but very little actually got packed, packed until Saturday morning. And so we were just stressing out and then it was like, nope, we need to take a nap. I need to rest because I am too tired right now to get on the road and drive. And my wife does not like driving in the city. So... For us to leave, I have to be the one driving when we leave town. She's no good for like the first hour because we're in this, we're in city and we're driving through downtown Phoenix and, and, and all that stuff that she's not really happy with. So, and on top of that, turns out there there was actually a freeway closure that diverted us onto surface streets and she really wasn't <laughs> so much tight traffic and anxiety and stuff like that. Yep. But, yeah, I, so I, like, so we ended up not leaving until, like I guess at four in the afternoon, and then we didn't arrive until four in the afternoon, Texas time. We were stressed as hell. <laughs> it was just so stressful that that first drive. But we, I, it ultimately was a fun time, And we had a great time at my brother's wedding, and it was one of those we were we were stressing about the wedding. And the timing and the, like, I'm a groomsman. And so I've got to go in and take pictures and I've got to be here early, but the wedding isn't for like three more hours. And like, I've got to be there at one time to do pictures and to everybody, but nobody else has to be there until like three hours later. And what are we going to do with the boys? And it turned into, okay, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to come back. I'm going to pick all you guys up. Then we're all going to go back and actually go to the wedding. And doing and all this, and it was funny because we had the plan when it came to, okay, the wedding and reception and all that stuff. We had no, no, none, zero intention of staying the length of the reception. None. Because we have four boys. What did we get? What are they going to do at a wedding reception? Like they're, they're little kids. And so, you know, our plan was, okay, maybe we'll if there's food, we'll eat. If there's not, we'll you know we'll duck out early. But our plan was we we're probably going to be there till maybe eight o'clock, which is already kind of late. Incidentally, we were we were staying up much later than even if you adjust for the time difference, we were staying up much later than we should have. But we were up. We're like we we're planning like, hey, we will be out of here about eight o'clock. And we had the little, here's the schedule of events for the wedding. And it's like, Oh, the wedding is it at, at six and dinner will be served at like six to six 30. And then the dinner starts at seven and they're going to be cutting cake at this time. And we're going to be doing, you know, dances and this and this, all of the, you know, wedding events, stuff, all of the various things that happen at a formal wedding. And through all of that, we're like, we're not going to be here for half of this we we were, we stayed for everything. <laughs> we ended up staying for everything because funny enough and I've I've said this before but my boys are way more sociable than my wife and I. And incidentally my wife also does actually like to dance and dance party stuff. And so after you know we we were like okay, there's food. There's Italian, there's there's chicken Alfredo and Caesar salads, and there's a nice cheese, meat and cheese platter, and there's cheesecake, and there's all these other things. So there was actually legit dinner that the boys would eat, and it was really good. I, I Props to the hotel, because apparently it was catered by the hotel that the wedding was being held in. Props to them. Very well done. Delicious food. Two thumbs up. But you know, we were like okay we're going to eat by then it'll be getting late let's we'll get out of here and then they start doing it's like okay well everybody's eaten and all this it's like okay we're going to do uh parent speeches and we're going to do you know father daughter dance and and mother son dance and and i'm going to say it i'm you know this was my baby brother he is 22 so like I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those cry at a wedding kind of people, but I'm one of those emotional moments, especially with my family. I I get kind of choked up. And so I'm sitting there choking up during the weddings, during the service. And then during the reception, when they do the, the groom dancing with his mom, and this is my stepmom, and this is her only child, you know, this is her only, this is her baby. And so when they start uh, the song, they so, before they're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's time for the father daughter dance. And everyone's like, yeah. And, and you know, my brother's wife gets up and she's dancing with her dad and all this stuff. I was like, all right. And now it's time for the the mother son dance. And I could hear clear as a bell, my stepmom on the other side of the room, because she's one of those. She's a woo girl. She really is. She, her and her friends would, and she's a nurse and her, all of her nurse friends would go out to clubs and she was one of those, Woo! she's one of those people. She is hundred percent. And I could hear her clear as a bell on the other side of the room Woo! and clapping. And I was like, that means you have to get up now. I was <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it's not time to woo. It's time to get up. It was like, she completely oblivious to the fact that, nope, they're calling you to get up. And he's standing there in the middle of the floor. And she's sitting there wooing from the other side. And then she gets up and like, oh shit, now I got to go up there. And as soon as the music started, she just, both of them just turned into a blubbering mess. There was like, she knew that she was going to cry. We all knew she was going to cry. She's been super emotional about the whole thing. Again, this is her baby. This is her only child. And now he's getting married. He only recently, I think he only moved out of uh, their house maybe two months ago. That he was engaged for a while. I think they they told us about the the wedding and the engagement last summer. And so this summer, we're, it's the wedding. Great timing. But they only, he I think she lived out in the dorms at the time. And he just like a couple of months ago moved out and they got their own place together. And so she has always had him around. And now he's married and grown up and uh, he's an adult, which even for me is like, ah, he's an adult. Fuck. No, the the realization that my baby brother can legally drink is kind of scary just because that makes me really feel old. And then I remember that my oldest sister is over 40 and I don't feel so bad. But anyway, anyway, but yeah, they, I, I just, as soon as they, the music hits and she just melts, she's just a mess crying and he starts crying and they start singing along. And I feel like I strongly got the impression that they're singing along to the song badly. I'm going to say it. My stepmom can't sing. She can't. Um, my brother particularly can't sing either, but it was also an Elton John song. So, to quote Juliet Miranda, nobody should sing an Elton John song except Elton John. Fair enough, but <laughs> they, it was like it was like they were trying to sing just to keep from crying. And of course, I see this and I turn into a mess. And uh, apparently, my wife looks and she's like, "I wasn't even watching because I, like, I knew I couldn't. I knew I was like, I was like I looked up at you and see you over there." And she's talking to me. She's like, she sits there and sees me getting choked up and sees me trying to hold everything together he's like i didn't even look was like nope i was like i heard the song I was like nope i'm not looking but after all that they did you know like i said they did the dances and they did the toasts and all the stuff and then they were like all right now it's time to party and they just it was just dance music the rest of the time it was just, and, and the the i don't know this stuff because i didn't go to clubs and i didn't do you know party dancing and stuff like that there were a couple of them that i was familiar with but i'm not about to get up there and do but you know my wife gets up there and the boys see like oh mommy's up dancing all the boys are up and dancing and then they're on the floor dancing all night and they're constantly trying to pull me up and like rihanna's getting tired and she's like she's like no your your turn tag you're it go up there it's <laughs> like the whole time sam is trying to pull me up and get me say like, daddy come dance Dad and and Bug would be like, Daddy, I don't want to dance by myself. There's nobody for me to dance with. Like, you can go dance by yourself. It's fine. You don't need me. But they were dancing the whole time and just having a blast. And that whole, oh, we're gonna be out of here by eight o'clock, pfft, gone. We ended up staying. I think cake was the cake was cut around 10 o'clock. And we stayed through through cake and more dancing. And I actually had to go back upstairs to there was the, the room where we were all getting ready and all that stuff before pictures and stuff. And I actually had some stuff up there and it was, it was just, we ended up not leaving until about 1130 <laughs> and then we still have to go back. We we're actually staying at an Airbnb this time, which was really nice, but I'm not going to get into the details of our Airbnb because I've been all over the place already. Safe so to say, it was a three-bedroom house, and it was very nice. And it was very much. I think we're probably going to continue staying there when we're in San Antonio because it's just so much nicer having a whole kitchen and bedrooms and a nice live. Just having a very nice house to be staying in as opposed to a hotel room and you're kind of cramped and you, you can't really entertain. And my uh, my other brother and his wife came over that when we first got into town that first night and they were <laughs> there. <they> <laughs> we're sitting there. I think we had battle bots or something on the TV. And we'd already sent the boys to bed. And we're like, oh Uncle Nate's here. And like Uncle Nate and Auntie Kayla are here and they're hanging out. It's like they got out of work and came over to meet us at that house. And they probably were there with us until midnight and just us chatting and catching up and you know what we do, but it was, we could entertain, you know, we could have them over and sit there on a couch, (laughs) sit on the couch or sit there in the kitchen and entertain versus when you're in a hotel, even where like we, we rent out big hotel suites where they have You know, because there's four kids. So we need three beds and we need, because again, we pack all that food and stuff. We plan to cook while we're in hotels. So we need the big suites with the actual kitchens and all that stuff. And so it's nice having that space because even in a hotel room, even in a big suite hotel room, you're still tend to sit on the beds and there's still, there's not a lot of room for comfort. And so it was a lot nicer being in a house, but you know, we still had to drive 20, 30 minutes after the wedding to get back to the house and then get everybody out of formal attire. It's like, all right, get all the boys out of all of their dress clothes. And I, again, we, the wedding was Saturday night. We left. We basically Sunday morning, we had to pack everything up, load up the van and you know, then we had our big family lunch and then left from there. And so it was very much like I had to go from, all right, everybody, we, I need, we need to get all of the dress clothes, you know, broken down and packed and put up. And I needed to do laundry and get all that stuff. So with it. And so that Sunday morning, we ended up having to pack all like repack all of the suitcases because I did I hate traveling with a bag of dirty clothes. It is just kind of an annoying thing for me. As much as I hate doing laundry while we're on vacation. I think I did laundry 3 times while we were on on this trip. But when we came back, all of our clothes were clean. I appreciate that. We had like the only dirty clothes we had were what we wore While we were on the road, it was like the clothes we wore on the road and our pajamas from while we were on the road, those two nights, that was it. That was all that we had dirty clothes. And I'd much rather have that than have an entire, like one of our entire suitcases or something completely packed with dirty clothes. It's just nasty. And then I have to immediately wash all that stuff. And I didn't have to do that. Yay. It's just been regular laundry because, you know, at this point it's Friday and regular laundry day. No, actually. That's around Monday, but it's still, hey, there's dirty clothes and I got to do laundry. So, meh, whatever. But it's, it's, I, I, again, I can't tell a linear story, but we had a good time and we had a lot more fun at the wedding than we thought we were going to. And I guess it's because I'm, I'm not big on going to weddings. And, you know, we didn't have a big fancy wedding, but my brothers have all had big fancy weddings and like my sister's not so much but my brothers have all had kind of big fancy weddings and so you know <clears throat> at at my brothers weddings i tend to turn into a big uh, uh, emotional bitch and i end up crying cuz again it's my brothers weddings and i'm a big emotional bitch but despite the you know homework load that my wife had to deal with and all of the stress of the amount of packing and everything we had to do and how are we going to fit this? Where's this going to go? I'm tired. My feet are falling asleep. And just, you know, hey, four boys stuck in a car for, a, you know, for two days and all of that sort of hassle. It was all in all a, a good vacation. It was a successful trip. <laughs> and somewhere between now and next summer, we're going to blank out how stressful it is to do this. And we're going to get up and do it all over again. But this time, nobody's getting married, nobody's graduating from school. We don't have any time restrictions on it. We can do it when we want to. And odds are we'll probably end up driving through a monsoon like we always do. But it, it's I, I as much as it's stressful and there's so much that it's just going through the motions and doing a lot of the same stuff again, it is nice to go back and see family because this is all the family we don't see but this one time every year and so you know, I'm going to keep hassling my brothers to come out and visit us out here but it's still nice to go out there and see my dad and see you know my my in-laws and all that so oh man I do have one more thing but I'm going to I'm 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 sorry guys I do have because I didn't do it before because I just got so busy. Since I didn't release the uh, uh, Patreon book uh, audiobook stuff that I meant to do. I actually came home, sat down on my computer and saw the episode that I was editing to release while I was gone. Still sitting open on my desktop. I didn't even shut off my computer. I was so scrambled. But I do have a story from the wedding that I am saving for Patreon members exclusively. And I'll, I'll just say it does go to me being a big emotional bitch. And it's a, a tale of me being a big emotional bitch. And I'm sorry if you take offense, (laughs) if if you don't like the way I'm I'm phrasing that, but Hey, it's how I said it when I told everybody, yeah, sorry, I'm a big emotional bitch, but I, I that will be coming out in the next day or so because I didn't get to do the Patreon stuff uh, last month or before I, I left and, but I also did come back early cause I didn't know if I was going to have this and I was going to be back and actually recording. I just couldn't, I I could not in, in good faith being back home and have this whole vacation and everything happen and not do a show. I was like, I'm back. I can do it. Might as well. Incidentally, this is all late because one of my boys, uh, Sam, our youngest, does not travel well. He tends to get road. I would say he doesn't get car sick. He gets like road travel sickness. Whenever we get back, he usually has some sort of stomach bug. He just has road crud. He doesn't travel well. He's uh, some sort of stomach issues is loses appetite, can't keep food down, stuff like that. And so he's been sick for the last few days since we got back but he's all better now. He's a, he's doing all right. But yeah, but I still was like, I I don't want to not do this. And at the same time, if you've, again, if you follow me on the social medias, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at, at odd dad out, you would know. I also didn't have a guest of the month lined up because I didn't know if I was going to have time, but I do know now I'm telling you now because he has not been an official guest of the month. He's been on the show before, but he has not officially been a guest of the month since I've been doing a guest of the month. Next week, I will have Paul Chomo from Varmins coming back to talk about what of the hell we're going to talk about, <laughs> because that's what I do here. And I'm sitting here because my camera is right in front of me because of the whole starting to do like the live video shit and stuff like that that I was doing before I left. So my camera is here. Now I'm pointing at my camera. <laughs> Like you're there, you listener are, are, are inside the little camera box thing sitting on top of my monitor. Yeah, that's how it works. But (laughs) I never realized how much having the camera sitting there staring at me, gives me a focal point to sit there and like when I'm, cause I I talk with my hands and I'm very gestury, but I have the camera right there and now I can point at the camera. (laughs) You camera, (laughs) sorry, you don't need any of that, but my brain, that's just how Go scramble yeah. but yes next week i will have paul chomo from varmints talking about whatever the hell we're going to talk about and having fun and just being us because us i also have coming up just because i'm going to be i'm, I'm trying to do more interviews and more guests and whether I, I, I know who i've got to have coming up whether or not i can get them in in a decent time is a whole other thing. And when they come out, but I, I'm going to have, uh, Derek from rolling misadventures back just cause why the fuck not? Uh, I am going to be talking to Kate from ignorance was bliss. And I do not know. I may or may not have Heather Welch from sunshine and power cuts back to talk about the August sunshine summit. I don't know if she has time. It's a la- last minute thing. Honestly, I haven't talked to her about this yet. <laughs> but I don't feel, I feel like I need to have, like I haven't been able to talk about the summit. And so we, we might just do a good old fashioned, go over the guests again or not. I don't know. We'll see. I might be busy. She might be busy. I don't know what's going on, but I'm rambling. So that's, what's coming up eventually and stuff. Tons of other people I need to talk to. I want to get more of these guests things done and out and, and Patreon stuff and reading and and I still plan on doing some Patreon readings, but again, Patreon people, or if you want to to catch up on that and some, of, I'm I'm going to try and do more of the the Patreon exclusive stuff outside of just the extended episode stuff. Um, I will have my my wedding story about being me being really emotional and stuff uh, coming up here in the next couple of days. If you want that, prepare for the shilling. Um, if you want to get access to that, you can sign up at patreon.com slash odddadout or go to odddadoutpodcast.com. Click the little Patreon thingy up there at the top or at the very bottom. It's all over the place because you know, making sure you can get it. But at any level for as little as a dollar, you, I'm going to shout you out because you're cool. Like Kate from Ignorance is Bliss and Heather from sunshine and power cuts and Chris from play comics and Lisa and Sam from, I shake my head and through this whole time since I've been out, Lisa has been holed up in, in care and I'm, I'm she's, she's doing good. Long story short, Lisa had her open heart surgery. She's doing well. She's recovering, but this all happened to her while she was on vacation over her birthday. She went, on vacation, had heart troubles, ended up having to have bypass surgery, and has yet to go home. <laughs> she is currently on the wrong side of the country from where she lives, still recovering at her sister's now. But I'm glad she's she looks good. She's doing a lot better. I'm I'm just glad because that was a holy shit kind of thing that happened. But again. Love you, Lisa. I'm glad you're doing better. I'm, I'm hoping you get to go home soon. Because that's gotta suck. She's been away from home for about a month. Eesh. Anyway, 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 anyway. All that stuff. You can get all that stuff. Uh, that's the Patreon chill. Okay, enough of the Patreon chill. <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm rambling. Not that I haven't been. But, you can catch me, and you can catch all of the past episodes and all of that stuff, and the links to buy merch and stuff if you want to have a t-shirt or coffee mug because me and coffee mugs, why not? Or any of that sort of stuff is, again, it's all at odddadapodcast.com. There's a merch tab up there. There's the Patreon tab. There's a tab if you want to hire me as a podcast editor because why not? Why not? Really? You, right there. Why not? And all that stuff. Links to all the social media. Again, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram at Out. You can join the Oddballs Facebook group where I I honestly do a lot more in there. I share weird shit in there. I ramble and rant and do all the things that I do here, but I do it there as well. I share the weird news stories that, like, I didn't talk about any of that shit this week. (laughs) But all of that's there. That's where all of that stuff, goofy memes, whatever. And then, because I'm... I'm so disjointed this week, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm still rambling. (gasps) I'm still rambling. I'm still rusty. I'm, I'm still rusty. It's going to be a couple of weeks before I'm back in the groove of all of my spiels. But until next week, my oddballs, thank you and good night. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at blazingcariboustudios.com. Varmints. <laughs> <laughs> Varmints! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>